For 2021, we're starting our show with this new disclaimer. COVID is real. Vaccines save lives. Western medicine is the best for treating acute diseases and emergencies. If you have a medical ailment, your first call should always be to your doctor. While holistic medicine is great for a lot of things, meditation does not fix everything. We also want to remind everyone that black lives fucking matter. Trans lives fucking matter. Marijuana legalization should be accompanied by dropping past possession charges and convictions. Human trafficking is real. Systematic racism is real. White privilege is real. Holocaust deniers still exist. Neo-Nazis still exist. Whataboutism and both sides rhetoric only serves fascism. Disinformation is dangerous. Many platforms and media outlets will attempt to expose you to far-right ideas by slowly pulling you in. It is everybody's responsibility to learn the dog whistles and rhetorical tactics and to call them out when encountered. The events of January 6, 2021 were a QAnon-inspired fascist coup attempt, and we will not be silent until there are consequences. If you have any problems with this, feel free to turn the show off now. Having said that, let's get back to weird stuff and weed. Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes, in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Hello, and welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Sam. I'm Jess. This is a podcast about the paranormal and also marijuana. And if you made it past our new disclaimer, I'd just like to say thank you. You're doing the bare minimum. Yes. Welcome. So how are you doing today, Jess? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good, I think. Yeah. Good. I think I'm finally uh, starting to feel a little better after a rough few weeks. So that's nice. Uh, I took a break from social media for a solid three days, and that helped a lot. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations to you as well, because you also did that recently, and I yes, followed your I example. I still did not re-download Twitter. So, I mean, That's... not Twitter, the other one, Instagram. Oh, I haven't re-downloaded Instagram either. No. No. Or Facebook. I love Twitter. I jumped back on Twitter and that's pretty much it. I haven't re-downloaded Instagram or Facebook. So if we are inactive on Instagram or Facebook, it's because we are both taking social media breaks for a lot of reasons. And uh, Number one, fuck the Facebook company. Yes. Both of those happen to be owned by Facebook. Yes. So that's that. Also, Facebook is unusable. And Unusable. Yeah. How did they completely destroy their user interface so poorly? It's worse than Hulu. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad, man. I can't. Yeah. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> I know. About bad graphic design. Me too, man. Especially for like a fucking what billion dollar company like you right. would assume they would like have their shit together like we didn't play test this at all and we're like <laughs> yeah we <literally>. know <laughs> me at riot games league of legends fucking billion dollar company can never get their shit together every single time i play i scream so the new moon is today we are Yay! recording on the on the 12th the new moon new is moon. tonight i'm very excited for it um i'm actually 
really feeling this one for the first time in a long time. Cool. I want to hear what you have planned, too. You don't have to tell me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still got, I still got some writing to do, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited, and I've got a lot of fun stuff that I've been working on that I can't really talk about yet. So I'm just uh, actually looking forward to things for once. That's really, which is good. strange. That's really good to hear. <laughs> yes, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. You know, I have been on an upswing. After a rough November and also December and also first week of January. Yep. So, yeah. Maybe the new moon is our new year. Yeah, yeah. We can we can say that because I'm definitely feeling that. Yeah, work's been chill. Uh, I'm making bagels now, which is pretty Making cool. bagels. And yeah. And I have pretzels that I'm going to be making tomorrow. Mm. And... It's nice. been great. Bread things. Yeah, so work's been good. i just been sitting here vibing. Nick and I just, like, sat on the couch all weekend and vibed. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, let's do absolutely nothing. And we're like... I feel like, I feel like you're just, like, everybody's just in, like, a per- perpetual state of anxiety right now, especially if you're living in the United States, where it's just, like okay, we're just, like, waiting for things to happen and nothing's happening, and meanwhile, everybody is just, like, bitching back and forth. I I was talking to Chris about this the other day, and I said I'm having a hard time discerning what are, what is my anxiety and what is collective anxiety. Yeah. So I feel like if you have to just, like, sit and chill and fucking do nothing, like... <sighs> That's, like, fine. That's fucking fine. Because Jeff and I had to do that for, like, a few days, and then I got mad because our kitchen was, like, a mess. Yeah, I mean, like, our kitchen is currently a little bit of a mess. Um, I've been doing... I do dishes in parts, in, like, sections, because we only have one really small dish rack. So I wash, like, stuff, and then I put it on the dish rack to dry. But then we always eat more in between... (laughs) Yeah. So there's still so many dishes. You're like, God, I just fucking cleaned these. Are you serious? I have to do it again. God, why did I eat? (laughs) God damn it. Being an adult sucks. (sighs) Also, I wish I had a dishwasher. I just wish I had a dishwasher. Man, I also wish you had a dishwasher. That is the one thing that Jeff and I are absolutely not willing to go without at this point. Yeah. It's fine. Maybe our next house. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll have both a microwave and a dishwasher. That would be so exciting. That would be very exciting. Well, have you been hydrated? Um, sort of. I had one full bottle of water today, and then I also had, like, a cup of coffee and also a Red Bull. So... (laughs) ish okay 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 you might be doing better than i am so good and how was that hold on math 28 times 2 6 1 56 yeah something like that 56 ounces plus another half and i had coffee earlier and i'm drinking my canned boba tea which is very (laughs) weird and also has a shit ton of sugar in it is it really sweet, too? It's super sweet, dude. I have to, like, drink it in sips and then, like, wash it down with water. It tastes good. It's just so sweet. 
You'd have to, like, water that down. (laughs) Get some milk and just pour it in. You know what? Yeah, I should have poured it over ice. That's what what I should have done in hindsight. Yeah. That's all right. It's fine. Not a big deal. No big deal. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, that's definitely better than I'm doing. So, you know what? Okay. (laughs) Maybe I don't feel like it because I didn't start drinking water until, like, two hours ago. I, like, haven't even finished this one bottle yet. And it's... It's the huge 24 ounce. Well. Well, I missed my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways, yes. Do you have anything else to say before we jump into it? Jump into it. Jump, 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 jump. Jump into it. Jump, 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 Well, I guess you already kind of said this, but hopefully you have heard our disclaimer. And you uh, know what our feelings are about everything that's currently happening. If you don't, you should go listen to it again and again and again and get it into your head. Also, the other thing I wanted to add is that uh, sex work is real work. I did not put that in there. In hindsight, I should have. Uh, but uh, also okay. note that. We support sex workers. Correct. But yeah, if you are still here, uh, just, uh, I guess, hang in there, question mark. And yeah. watch watch out for all of the bullshit. Watch out for the fucking disinformation and call it out when you see it. And uh, hold your friends accountable. Very well said. Thank you. And now on to a kind of horrible thing that I'm about to tell you about. <laughs> oh, sick. Um, what is it? So this is a little, like, it's a little more true crime than we normally cover. And I say that because, like... <clears throat> There's, like, a lot of, like, torture and murder, and these are things that are, like, documented, and it's not like this is the first time we've talked about that. Like, it's certainly not, because, like, a lot of other stuff that we've talked about has had really gruesome things involved, but this is, like, a different level. Okay. So I just want to warn everyone, if you're not, like, into, like, uh, me describing torture methods and stuff... This might not be the one for you, or you can skip that part or something. But it is a historical mystery, is what Astonishing Legends called it. Ooh! And it has a lot of themes that are, like, kind of related to the occult. So, this is the, I'm gonna call it, biography of Countess Elizabeth Bathory. (gasps) Ooh! (laughs) Okay. Uh, First of all, I want to say, I love this woman. Regardless of, you know, you'll see it's it's kind of mixed opinions here and there. Regardless of that, I love her. She's a bad bitch. She's a, she, yeah, she's a badass. Um, okay, so my sources were Wikipedia, Astonishing Legends, like I said. And um, there were a couple other sites that I went on that I actually am not going to mention because the way that they were written was like really gross. And they definitely leaned more towards, like, one side of, um, there's, like, two opinions on this, really. And the people who lean over to one side are very misogynistic and creepy. And, yeah, just don't, just don't go on those. Yeah. So Astonishing Legends did a really good job covering this. And they go way more in depth. It's actually two episodes, I think probably about five hours. So... All right. <clears throat> Elizabeth Bathory, which is the Western uh, like pronunciation of her name, was born Exedi Bathory Erzabet in Hungary on August 7th, 1560. 
So she's a Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Which you will see is not surprising. Also, this is a really long time ago. Yeah, 1560. Yeah, 1560. Uh, So Elizabeth's father was Baron George VI Bathory, and her mother was Baroness Anna Bathory. Their family was related to high-ranking officials of Transylvania, and Elizabeth was the niece of a Hungarian noble named Stephen Bathory, or I'm pretty sure that's not the way you pronounce it, you pronounce it, but Stephen Bathory, the king of Poland and the prince of Transylvania. So she was related to, like, all of these people. So that gives you, like, you know, an idea of her family. So Elizabeth's childhood, as a child, Elizabeth suffered multiple seizures, that could have been caused by epilepsy. Um, of course, this was the 1560s. So like, who knows? It was diagnosed as falling sickness. Um, and it's suspected, apparently, by some people that this could have been because of inbreeding within her family. Um, that checks out. Yes. And I looked back a little bit in her family tree because it was online. And I didn't see exactly where it was. But like, I'm sure it happened. So yeah. Um, so like I said, her epilepsy was diagnosed as falling sickness and the treatment included rubbing blood of a non-sufferer on the lips of a sufferer. That was their like thought process on this. So they they would, another thing they would do was they would mix, mix a non-sufferer's blood and a piece of their skull and give it to the sufferer as their like, um, seizure or their episode was ending. That was their treatment. Yeah. Don't do that. You got demons in your blood. You should do cocaine about it. <laughs> yes. Man, we just didn't know yet. Old timey doctor. He's yeah. like, ah, go drink some whiskey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to cut your arm open and I'm going to let you bleed a little bit. And then uh, maybe it'll stop. <laughs> so that's the thing is that bloodletting was a thing back then, too. Yeah. So that's something that you like have to remember for later. If you already know the story of Elizabeth Bathory, you're like, hmm, interesting. So Elizabeth was raised a Protestant, and as a young woman, she could speak Latin, German, Hungarian, and Greek. Uh, Keep in mind, she was born into like a super high-ranking family, so it wasn't super shocking that she was able to speak multiple languages. But that's another thing to note, was that she she was Calvinist Protestant, which... I guess I didn't look up what that is. Maybe I should do that right now. Oh, so followers of John Calvin, a Protestant reformer in the 16th century. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. Elizabeth was engaged at age 10. Yikes. Because this is the 1560s to, to count Ferenc, uh, Nedasti as a political arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. However, since Elizabeth's social standing, was higher than her now husband's, um, she refused to take his name. So he took the surname Bathory. Nice. Nice. Let's bring that back. I support it. Yeah. At age 13, Elizabeth allegedly gave birth to a child whose father was not her fiancé. And the father was said to be a peasant. So apparently the child was given away to a local woman. That's a rumor. Like, there's nothing out there saying that that's true. But if it is true, like, that's pretty sad on a few levels. Yeah. Um, and it also, if it is true, it's, like, something to keep in mind about, like, 
a lot of things that happen later in her life. So uh, anyway, uh, Count Ferenc and Elizabeth married on May 8th, 1575, when she was 15 and he was 19. Oh, at least he's not that much older than her. Yeah. Okay. And they, I was they worried. Were, <laughs> they were engaged for five years. Yeah. So that's, you know, sure. Approximately 4,500 guests were invited to their wedding. Yikes. So big party. The Count's gift to Elizabeth for their wedding was his entire household, which was a castle in present-day Slovakia. It's called the Castle of... Kashtiki, I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm, mm, mm. By the way, it was used as the location for Count Orlok's castle in Nosferatu. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, she also received, along with his entire castle, a separate country house that was on the same land and 17 adjacent villages. Oh, so nice. I guess. <laughs> this is all yours now. Okay. <laughs> Stand at her castle and look out of all of all of her land. Ah. Such a 1500s thing to do. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Incredible. Just 1500s things. Just 1500s things. <laughs> In 1578, the Count became the chief commander of the Hungarian troops and led them to war against the Ottomans. Um, while her husband was away at war, Elizabeth was, of course, in charge of all the castle affairs and his entire estate. So part of her role was to make sure that all of her people in all of her, the villages that she was in control of had access to medical care. Um, this is where we like start to see a lot of like the benevolence that people talk about, where like there are several instances where she intervened specifically to help women. There was a woman who was captured by the Ottomans that she apparently like helped free. Um, and there was a woman whose daughter was raped that she like offered a lot of care to. And her thing was that she housed young women who had been sent to her by their parents. And most of the time they, they would come to her castle to learn like courtly etiquette, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So she was like taking care of people, specifically women and children, and then also like housing young girls and teaching them like how to be countesses, essentially. That's cool as shit. Yes. Uh, Elizabeth had up to seven possible children. Some things online that I saw said that she only had four, but we only have, like, marriage records as records of her children, because some of them were female. So little of that can, like, be confirmed. And all of her children were cared for by governesses. So... It's like not, there's not really a whole lot of record of a lot of her children. Um, there was one that apparently like was lost as an infant. So cool. So we don't really know how many kids she had. Again, just 1500s things, not having a record of how many kids you have. You're like, I don't know, a few. Doesn't yeah. matter. So yeah, so after all that, Count Farrakh became very sick in 1601, and it started with debilitating pain in his legs. Um, he was permanently disabled in 1603, so it escalated over those two years, and he died on January 4th, 1604, from an unknown illness. Holy shit. Wait, how old was he? Do you know? Um, so, oh man, I could like do the math. Like 40-something? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was like 48 or something was the number that I saw, but um, they had been married for 29 years. 
Holy shit, yeah. And they had dated for five years, or they had been engaged for five years prior to that. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so Count Ferenc is now gone, and she's left by herself. And after he passed, so between 1602 and 1604, rumors began to spread that Elizabeth had committed a number of atrocities while her husband either was away or wasn't paying attention, or maybe he knew and was letting her do it. Um, But regardless, he wasn't around to defend her anymore. So people were coming at her with all these rumors, and people were even saying that she had murdered her husband. Oh, man. So it became like, did she poison her husband? And that's why he died from an unknown illness. And this obviously spirals. So interesting because like my first thought like when you like lose control of your legs or whatever isn't that like one of like the main symptoms of like Lou Gehrig's disease or like something like that like you just like lose control of your legs and then it like moves up and then like when your lungs give out that's when you die like oh yeah I I have no idea man and like obviously these people had no idea back then either yeah that's so like (laughs) so i'm sure like we could diagnose it now but we wouldn't really be sure because like yeah and then on the other hand what kind of poison does that i think i remembered that in the astonishing legends episode they actually like dissected that a little bit yeah because their research team like figured it out and there was, like, one thing that does something similar to that. And I'm sorry, I can't remember what it was. Okay. You'll have to go listen to the Astonishing Legends episode. I'm sorry. I um, probably will. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so... Love to wildly speculate. Yes, exactly. So there were all these rumors that were going around, and there was a Lutheran minister um, that first made complaints against her publicly and in court. So like kind of tan tangent there was a thing i read online that was like okay like so she was protestant and he was lutheran is there is there something about that that makes it is that the reason why he went after her and apparently again i am really not good with religious studies or anything like that i don't really know but apparently there's no reason why that would be a reason for her to be targeted by him Mm -hmm. so i have no idea anyway i just want to bring that up um, so regardless, in 1610, so this went on for like five years, King Matthias II sent two notaries to collect evidence, and by 1611, they had compiled over 300 witness statements. Interesting. So basically, the king sent these two people around, and they talked to everyone, and everyone told them all these things, and that was basically it. So... According to their testimonies, Elizabeth's first victims were girls ages 10 to 14 years. Parents accused her of abducting the girls that they had sent to her to learn. So... What? So their parents would send their daughters to her house to get, like, etiquette training. Basically home ec training. Yeah. And they wouldn't come home? I guess. Okay. And then some witnesses named relatives that had died while they were at her house... Which, like, okay, if you're, if you are providing medical services inside your home, essentially, and you're caring for sick people, okay, maybe people did die at her house. Yeah. So sure. Others reported having seen, having seen traces of torture on the bodies 
Oh, traces of torture on bodies in local graveyards and in other unmarked locations. So they would find these bodies and there was like proof of torture on them. Vague. Vague. Very vague. Yes. Uh, two court officials claimed to have personally witnessed the Countess torturing and killing young servant girls. Whatever that means. Um, so here's where we get to the bad part. These 300 statements within all this, they described a number of atrocities, including severe beatings and torturing, burning and mutilation of the hands, biting the flesh off of her victims, so she was being accused of cannibalism. Gross. Um, it was said that she would freeze people or starve people to death. People in court also accused her of using needles for a number of things. I didn't see what any of that was. I just kind of skimmed over it. Um, apparently, she would cover her victims in honey and live ants. Okay. Yeah. Now I have questions. Where is she getting all of this honey and live ants? Yeah. Honey used to be a fucking hot commodity, dude. Yeah. And I get that she's that's rich. That's expensive. But that's so much <laughs> to cover a human being in it. Yeah. I have a hard time with that. According to the Budapest City Archives, she burned her victims with hot tongs and then placed their bodies in freezing cold water. Where they got that, I have no idea, but it's in the Budapest City Archives. Where do you get freezing cold water, I guess? Also, like, unless it was, like, from during the winter and they had access to, like, snow, but, like... Exactly, that's what I'm thinking, is that All of this freezing stuff, it must have happened in the winter. It must have happened when it was really cold. That's, like, the only way that I could... Yeah. I was just like... Yeah. They didn't have bags of ice, you know? Yeah, it's not like you could, like, put somebody in a freezer. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, on December 30th, 1610, Elizabeth was arrested along with four of her servants, said to be her accomplices. Their names were Dorothea, Iona, Katerina, and Ibis. I love all those names. Those I just wanted to say names. them. Yes. Um, the Palatine of Hungary wrote a letter to his wife stating that when he went to arrest them, he found one girl dead and another barely living in the castle. Um, so he had claimed that he had caught her red-handed, literally. So basically he's saying, I went to arrest them. I walked in and I saw a murder scene. Like absolute, absolute just torture, blood everywhere. Ah, bullshit. Here's the thing. So records show that while he had stated he'd caught her in the act of torture, there like is a legitimate record somewhere saying that she had actually been sitting down for dinner when he got there, like she was eating. Oh, okay. I don't know where that claim came from, but it seems pretty like there's not really much behind it. Regardless, in 1611, the Palatine wrote a letter to King Matthias and told him of the capture of Elizabeth. He stated that she was now confined to her castle for the rest of her life. So, uh, there are some accounts that say that she was literally, like, locked in a room in her castle. And then there were others that say that she was pretty much free to wander about the castle as she pleased. But, like, that is something that happened. Like, she was confined. And she probably was able to do that because, like, she had a really good standing. And, um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why... She would, it would have prevented her from being basically executed. Yeah. So in 1614, from the confines of her castle, she signed her will in which she gave all of her possessions and lands to her children. And on August 20th, 
420. Oh, man. April 20th. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Whoops. I tried. On August 20th, she complained to her bodyguard that her hands were cold. And he told her to just go lie down and was like, it's fine. And the next morning she was found dead. So she died in 1614 at the age of 54. Records say that she was buried near the castle where she lived for most of her life. However, some sources say her body was moved to her, to her birth home and entered into the Bathory family crypt. The location of her remains is basically unknown. And that's that. Wow. Now I guess we can talk about the two trains of thought that people have, which you can probably already guess. Um, one of them is that she's completely innocent, and the other one is that she actually did all of this. Mm -hmm. So it is entirely possible that she got away with all of it for so long, because she was a noblewoman, and she was pretty highly respected, basically besides the fact that she was a woman. Her husband apparently owned a torture device that he had used to extract information from prisoners. Okay. Um, because, like... This guy's basically a warlord. Yeah. So, yikes. And one... Okay. I apologize in advance. One of the descriptions for one of these was it was a silver... Silver claw-like pinchers fastened to a whip that would tear off flesh. Oh, Jesus fuck, dude. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So, if he's already doing this in their castle, when she's there and she knows it's happening... Because it's like, oh, that's your job. Oh, carry on, honey. Maybe after he left to go to war, she got a little bored. Or maybe she lost her mind a little bit. Entirely possible. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> then there's the other school of thought, which is Elizabeth was a victim of conspiracy. There's an author named Laszlo Nagee, Nagee, I think, that says that Proceedings against Elizabeth were largely politically motivated. So after her husband passed, she still had ownership of, like, huge areas of land in Hungary. And, of course, all these guys, all these dudes around her, like, what the fuck? She yep. doesn't even have a husband now. Like, she's a widow. She shouldn't own all this land, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So all of it might have just, like, escalated after her husband died. And that theory is, like, pretty consistent with, like, history at the time, because you have the war against the Ottoman Empire going on, and then you have the spread of, like, Protestantism and all of this, like, war against religion and all that bullshit. So it's not, like, super shocking that people would literally resort to ganging up against one noble woman. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, yeah. That was kind of what immediately came to my mind. I was like, this is, this is, like, the witch trials, man. Like, yes, they are dude. very politically motivated and targeted. Yeah. Yep. And apparently, there's a lot of people that say that the physical evidence was just completely exaggerated, specifically by uh, the Palatine of Hungary, the guy who, like, went to arrest him. Went to arrest uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, no one ever saw... No one official ever saw a body, right? It was basically just this one guy. It was just this one guy, and he didn't actually see anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, she's a, she's a countess, right? Yeah. And she probably has staff that keeps records of everything that she's doing all the time. 
So I think that was why, like, I was like, how do they have a record of her, like, having sat down to eat dinner when they showed up? And it's probably because, like, she has somebody in her staff being like, 6.15, like, Countess Bathory sat down to eat dinner or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the cops showed up, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I imagine it's more like, it's a scheduled thing. <laughs> dinner is yeah. scheduled for 6 p.m. every True. day, you know? Um, also that. But I digress. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. But no, that's a good point, though. And, like, the other thing is that, like I said, like, it was pretty well known that she was caring for sick people in her castle. Yeah. She's there by herself. And she has a staff of servants and, like, women that she's also housing. And it's also possible that he walked in, saw a bunch of wounded people maybe even dead people that she was caring for, like, as, you know, a kind gesture and saw them as victims. It's, like, entirely possible yeah. that that was a hospital. That like, was a makeshift hospital. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he walked in and saw that, and, like, maybe he saw some blood, and he just, like, freaked out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so all in all, disgracing her would have greatly benefited a lot of people's political ambitions. So you can feel free to make your own decision on where you stand i know where i stand on it i'm pretty sure yeah same and uh i still love elizabeth bathory a lot regardless she is labeled by the guinness world records as the most prolific female murderer that's so rude. possibly serial killer and the reason why is though the precise number is debated elizabeth was accused of torturing and killing hundreds of young women between 1590 and 1610 The highest number cited was 650. That's incredible. How did she find time to run her fucking kingdom, whatever the fuck you call it, if she was killing all these people all the time? Yeah. Okay, so... so And torture. (laughs) Like... So she was married to that guy for 30 years, right? Yeah. And that was basically when everybody's saying this all happened. So now... I'm curious... How, at what rate, would she have to murder in order to accomplish this? So let's try 650 divided by 30. That is 22 people a year. That's two a month. That's one every other week. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a lot. And to get away with it for so long? Yeah. Before somebody comes out and says something? You think someone would notice all of the dead people? What did they do with all of the bodies? 650! Did they find him in the woods after being tortured and they were just like, ah, I guess I'll just leave him there. Are there bodies littering the countryside? Like, no. Maybe. I don't think maybe. there are. <laughs> I really don't. Stupid. Maybe. I don't know. What, what, who is the most prolific male serial killer? Oh my god, that is a good question. I have a lot of feelings right now, Nick. <clears throat> Let's see. Samuel Little. Oh, I've seen this guy's face before. 93 victims between 1970 and 2005. See, that's not even close. Exactly. And that's 35 years and he killed under 100 people. Yeah. There's no fucking way she killed 650 people. And nobody said anything for that 30 years. That is bonkers. Yeah, I have a very hard time believing that. Um, and like, mind you, this is like the 1900s. Obviously that like... This happened, the 93 victims. Ooh, 93. Oh, okay. Ignoring that that's 93. (laughs) Creepy. 
so like still even though like i know it's like the 1900s whatever that's different it's still bro that's way too many that's way too many that's like like 300 is too much yeah how many people do you think that like she is like responsible for do you think after a while people would just stop sending their kids there yeah like i i sent lisa to go get training from Elizabeth Bathory and she never returned. Maybe you shouldn't also send your daughter there. Like you think word would spread if like you sent your daughter somewhere and they like never came back. Yeah. So, okay. So, (laughs) so here's the thing. So that claim, the 650, that number came from a servant girl that she, that had worked there who had apparently seen the number in one of Elizabeth's private books so just a number written somewhere and that book was never like revealed so it's not like it was in one of her diaries her being like ha 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 i finally reached 650 i've done it ha 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 it's not like they revealed her diary being like it says she killed 650 people here this girl came up and was like oh i saw the word 600 number 650 written in one of her books and they just were like okay must be 650 then Police work in the 1500s is bullshit. Yes. And you know what? It's probably still just as bad. I've got a hunch. Like, (laughs) that sweet little girl over there said this. (laughs) And, like, no way that she, like, did math or anything and could just have numbers written down. She wasn't, like, in charge of a bunch of people and, like, running a household. Yes. Yeah. And, and, okay, so... You could argue so that she stupid. had four she had four accomplices, right? There were those four like servants that were apparently helping her oh, okay. do all this. So if that's true, then I guess like she could have like it could have been a whole thing where she's got like her accomplices that are helping her do this. But again, there there okay, there's like no evidence. There's no evidence at all. <laughs> and like when you talked about uh, Lep Castle, yeah, we talked about how bad their like trap door was, like where they like like so many bodies fell into that trap door and they found all of the like bones or whatever. Yeah, right. None of that here. Six hundred fifty. None of that. <sighs> so there's no way there's like a pit of bodies somewhere. I just don't believe that. I don't believe that either. If you know, and you know what? If so, it was extremely well orchestrated, and. She pulled it off for that long, if so. She pulled it off for that long. And she still got to, like, live in the safety of her castle until she died of natural causes. Because her family was, like, so... Like, her family's importance kept her from getting executed. What happened to her servants? That's a very good question. Um, And I don't think I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, there's like there is some record out there of what happened to them because I was able to find their names. Mm-hmm. I'm like not really willing to dig that far in. I'm sure they like I can did not imagine. get off as easy. I can imagine, but, just uh, fine. Yeah. So, if you had heard of Elizabeth Bathory prior to this, you probably heard of her in folklore or pop culture. Um, the common motif of her is literally bathing in blood. Yep. <clears throat> Apparently, in 1729, there was a scholar named Laszlo Taroxi who wrote an, a, the first written account of the Bathory case, where she was seen bathing in her victim's blood to retain beauty or youth. That was called Tragica Historia, and that was the first first sign of any of that. 
So then people connect it back to the thing with like epilepsy and blood that I talked about in the very beginning where they they used to treat epilepsy by like doing weird stuff with blood essentially and like bloodletting and stuff. Um, So like, I guess it was pretty believable or like people latched onto that and were like, okay, she must've done it. But in 1817, the witness accounts were published for the first time those 300 witness statements. Yeah. And there were zero references to any, like, literal, like, blood bathing. So that's that. So that's pretty much just, like, a completely made up <laughs> somebody threw in there. Yeah. But all in all, some insist that she inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula. And nicknames for her include the Blood Countess and Countess Dracula. Interesting. Yeah. That is Countess Elizabeth Bathory. And she's extremely badass. She apparently did do a lot of great things. Yeah. So, uh... And was probably the victim. And I also absolutely do not believe that she murdered anywhere near 300 people. That's just too many. No, yeah, yeah. Not even 300. They were like, oh, 650. Not even 300. Not even 300. Yeah, I have a hard time with that. And maybe, okay, maybe, sure, maybe she (laughs) did commit murder. But maybe it wasn't 300 people. I have no idea. I liter- We literally don't know. So we'll have to draw our own conclusions. Sit here and heavily speculate. Much to think about. Much to think about. Well, thank you. That was great. You're welcome. I tried to frame it in a way that wasn't super sad. <laughs> you did great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. What just happened? Uh-oh. Where did it go? What, your notes or your Dude, thing you Dude, no, my read? entire web browser. Oh, God. Nick. <laughs> I don't know where it is. What the fuck, dude? (laughs) You have no running apps. That's a lie. Okay. Okay, I have no idea what just happened. Oh my god. But it's fine. Okay. Okay. I'm like afraid to try to move my fucking shit around now. Move my fucking shit. I'm sorry. Okay. Ooh, it's time to vape. Little, Little bong hip. To lubricate my vocal cords. Yeah, that's what that does. Yup. Yup. That's fine. <laughs> Yo, I had not even a friend. I knew someone in like high school and college who would like smoke cigarettes and like justify it as 
nicotine relaxes your vocal cords, which is true, but not if you chain smoke cigarettes. What the heck? Yeah. And he was like, Man, how to make your voice sound like mine, 101. How to make your voice sound raspy as shit. Although your voice is not that raspy. See, I always think it is, but it's probably because when I look at the waveforms, I just see how, like. <laughs> it's so spiky. Yeah, spiky it is. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Medication. Today on Medication. Medication. I dun, dun. am going to be talking about weed wow weed yes i love weed and also other drugs i sometimes love other drugs i redacted um okay so the other day i was watching a tv show about drugs it's called hamilton's pharmacopoeia i think is how you pronounce that Mm -hmm. and uh it's a really cool show and he does an episode on I believe it was the DMT episode. And he interviewed a guy who ordered... Okay, back up. So DMT is found very rarely in nature, but it is found in nature. And one of the things that it's found in is the bark of this, like, cool tree called... um, I don't remember the first part, but it's, like, the mimosa tree. Whoa, weird. Okay, weird. I did not know that. Yeah, and okay. um, it's, like, purple. It's really cool, and in India, and I think mainly India, um, they grow the tree, they, like, grind the bark, and they use it a lot in, like, medicine, and, like, topically, they use it a lot in, like, lotions and, like, creams and stuff weird okay yeah it just has dmt in it yeah yeah so strange well it 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 does and like like you can't get dmt just by eating it right you have to distill it or you can't get the effects no by eating yeah okay Yeah. yeah i have no idea so this guy in the united states orders like four kilos of this ground tree bark And technically, it's not illegal, but it, like, flagged something that someone was getting, like, a four-kilo package of powder to, like, Uh Ohio or wherever this kid was. Um, Yeah. So he, like, got arrested for having four kilos of DMT, which is not... Holy shit. So... If he had gone through the process of distilling it, he probably would have had, like, oh my god, I can't even remember what the fuck he said, like, half a, half a kilo maybe finished or something like that, like an insanely small amount, right? Okay. Um, and that is really illegal, but they still charged him for having, like, four kilos of pure DMT, and, Oof. like, that wasn't true. And I don't know what happened. They didn't They didn't finish his story in the episode, which was really annoying. Oh. I assume he got off because they were interviewing him and he was looking at, like, 25 years in prison or something. Oh, no. Jesus. So, anyways, one of the things that they were talking about when he was talking about his um, process of getting sentenced and stuff, or um, what he was facing, they don't have... 
they don't have like a sentencing quantity for certain drugs like dmt is one of them as is pcp so what they do is they have a chart and they look at how much they had and they compare it to ounces of marijuana oh so yikes so Yikes. Like the okay. four kilos of DMT was equal to, God, like 500,000 ounces or something like that. Like something, Some disgustingly something large amount. bogus. Like, oh my God. So I like <sighs> wanted to look into and kind of talk about that. I don't know if they have changed the laws since. I doubt it. But. I also think it's interesting to think about, this is a federal thing, um, Mm -hmm. but it is interesting to think about now that marijuana is up for federal legalization. You know, they are comparing all of these other drugs and substances to marijuana, but if it, like, becomes legal, they now have to, like, look at all of those laws and be like, how do they're we gonna have ch- to figure out yeah. a new f- a new way of yeah they gotta like figure out how to charge people differently and it's like crazy jeez yeah man that's like that's really fucked up that's like if that is still a thing that they do that they would like still do that when like marijuana is recreational in certain states like yeah. because you would think that they would they would have already done it by now if yeah. you're already at this point like why haven't you done it yet say the same thing about like releasing people from prison but like (sighs) yeah so some of the things on this list include um okay so when you get charged for having a controlled substance you get charged by the quantity um and there's 38 levels which is so stupid weird okay this is for like obscene amounts of drugs so it's talking about 90 kilograms. Is that what that would be? Kg? Yeah. Kilograms of heroin. 450 kilograms of cocaine. Um, oh, they did add PCP on this list. So nine kilograms or more of PCP. Then meth. LSD. 900 grams or more of LSD. Wow. Um, 90 thousand kilograms or more of marijuana 90,000 oh my god that's like like that's such a big jump like how do you not look at that and be like maybe we should reevaluate <laughs> yeah so it like goes down from there and i see it looks like this is supposed to be a fucking link and it isn't for converted drug weight but that would be 90,000 kilograms or more of converted drug weight so under that category was how that guy was charged with dmt yeah god (laughs) yeah the other really funny thing about that episode was that right in front of the town hall they had planted some decorative trees and also like as like a nature uh, education so they all had little plaques and they fucking planted a mimosa tree like directly outside the c- fucking courthouse nice and like very nice 
he was like, I assume he used that as part of his thing. He's like, this is tree bark. You have one outside. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's very smart. Yeah, so. Look who's in possession of DMT now. Oh, you're all going to jail. Yeah, exactly. So. (laughs) Wow. How do I get to converted? Converted drug. Wait. Table. Ha ha. Thanks. I didn't know what it was called. So, the converted drug weight, formerly marijuana equivalents, (laughs) is for each gram of commonly encountered controlled substances. (laughs) Oh, so did they change it? Yeah. They changed it. So it used to be marijuana equivalents, and now it's the converted drug weight. Okay. Guideline? Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, like, never knew that. And I think it, like, kind of sheds, like, a whole nother level of, like, fucked up light on, like, the court system. <laughs> a really just horrendous, awful looking light. Oh, like, Jesus I... Okay, I'm gonna go down and, like... Yeah, because we talk about a lot about how, like, um... Like, cannabis is classified the same as a lot of drugs that, like, do not do the same thing, do not have the same effect, are way more dangerous. Okay, so so the lowest level that they have listed is level six. So it's less than one, it might be the lowest level, less than one kilogram of marijuana. Okay, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, and then the equivalent is less than 1,000 units of ketamine. Jesus. What? That's a fucking lot, dude. What? That's a lot. <laughs> That's so much. That's so much what ketamine. What the shit? Is it because it's a horse tranquilizer and people like are prescribed it as a drug for things? No one has that much. It comes in like a vial this big and it's only used therapeutically and in hospitals. Very weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shink. So it's very interesting. It's just a fucking lot. Oh, less than 200 grams of hashish. Oh. And 20 grams of hashish oil. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so that's kind of it. And uh, even more reason to expunge all past marijuana possession offenses. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's incredibly stupid if you don't hear that and go like, what the fuck? You're literally (laughs) comparing it to a thousand hits of ketamine. Yeah. Like, yeah. people can yeah. die if you take too much ketamine. Like, I mean, what you said what you said earlier about LSD was already a lot. Did you see where it is so on the new one? That's so much. That's so much. Yeah, like, I like, can't. Like, your brain is no longer functioning at that point. Yeah, okay, hang on. In the case of LSD... Oh, this is interesting. In the case of LSD on a carrier medium, e.g., a sheet of blotter paper... Do not use the weight of the LSD slash carrier medium. Instead, treat each dose of LSD on the carrier medium as equal to 0.4 milligrams of LSD for the purposes of the drug quantity table. Wow. Okay. So that means they got specific more. Like, I can't even believe that now. Like, that's way more. Yeah, Whoa. isn't that, isn't that, like, I mean, I don't know what a dose is. Is that way more than a dose? 
Because they're saying, like, each dose is, what, no, 0.4 I would, milligrams or something? Yeah, I would assume that would be, like, if you, if they catch you with, like, a sheet and it's got 100 squares, they're going to do 100 times 0.4 milligrams. Yeah, yeah. I also don't know what, like, schedule or, like, class substance. Oh, LSD. Less than 100 milligrams of LSD. So you would have to have, quick math, 4,000 sheets of yeah, LSD. What? what? I'm so confused. So anything less than 4,000 sheets of LSD, that is all counted as the same offense. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. That is the Interesting. E- that is the equivalent of between 5 and 10 kilograms of marijuana. Okay. So, drug sentencing is fucked up. Correct. Uh, wow. Sorry, I well, got depressed. It's okay. This has been real. Yes, it has been real. Thank you for telling us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for informing us. You're welcome. I thought it was kind of a fun fact, you know? Except, like, mm-hmm. not fun. Um, an important fact. An important fact. One I definitely did not know. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So that's the end of our show. Well, uh, I want everyone to know, Sam can see, but not everyone else can see. I'm currently wearing my Your Brain on Weird t-shirt that I received in the mail yesterday from our merch and dice store. It's very soft and it's very nice and it was only like 20 bucks. So if you wanted a really cool t-shirt, you can go to our website and the link to our T-Public store is right there. And yeah, there's hoodies and stuff. And I've got some stickers that we received too. I think there are a few other people that ordered stickers that got theirs recently too. Yes. Yes. And they're nice. They are very nice. They're good quality. I'm very happy. And I think you'll be too when you see them. Yay. I'm excited. And we're waiting on mugs. Patrons. Patrons, you are going to get your stuff very soon. I'm just waiting to receive it all and then I'm going to mail it out. If you're not a patron yet and you want a mug and or some stickers, you should become a patron now because I'm going to start putting things in boxes soon. Do-do-do-do. Yes. Yay. Um, we did it. I'm stoked. It's all very exciting. Yes, I'm very stoked. Where'd the stickers go? I don't know. Those ones? Wow. We have logo stickers. We have, oh, the the Baphomet sigil stickers. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. With the bread and the bong and the pizza and the stuff. And then the, the egg in the pan, the test design for us. Yes. And then our eat, smoke, and hail Satan thing is on there, too. Yay! Yeah. I'm holding my stack of stickers ah! around. I'm so excited. So yeah, get on that. And also you go you can go to yourbrainonweird.com for literally everything else. Our social media is on there and yeah, if you want to keep interacting with us, just follow us on Twitter cuz actually we are not really using Facebook or Instagram right now, so just go to our Twitter. <laughs> it's weird underscore pod. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> just don't use the other ones. Just don't. Just don't use the other ones. <laughs> oh. Next week, Sam is doing their part two, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Stanley Hotel. <laughs> no pressure, Sam. Thank you. But um, Connor Randall found out that we were doing it. 
because of an interesting synchronicity that we had with him. And Dippin' Dots. About Dippin' Dots, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, did I tell you that I was thinking about Dippin' Dots because I had also seen that article or something similar a couple weeks ago on Tumblr? <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> it all it all comes back around, man. So Dippin' interesting. Dots are our future. The- I hope so, man. I miss Dippin' Dots. That's the whole reason why we were talking about it. Yeah. So if you if nobody saw my my tweet, <laughs> it's the only place to post it about it. Sam and I, right before we hit record for our Stanley Hotel episode, um, we were talking about Dippin' Dots and like how much we miss like Dippin' Dots because I bought these weird like Greek yogurt things at the store that look like Dippin' Dots. Um, and then Connor posted an article about Dippin' Dots on Twitter I think it was, wasn't it like the day that the episode came out too? Or was it a couple yes. days? No, it was no. a couple days before because it, we hadn't released it yet. Yes. So yep. that was fun. Connor said, you're welcome for the synchronicity. And I said, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was weird. <sighs> it was weird. Yeah. So next week I will be talking more about the Stanley Hotel. Yes. It's going to be great. It, I, I it still is. need to, I still need to go watch Spirits of the Stanley. I have been watching it. Do you like it? Yes. Good. I like it put it on and like nick was like oh can i watch with you and i was like yeah and so i put it on and he didn't know what we were watching Mm -hmm. and then he goes are those our boys (laughs) the boys and i was like yeah yeah (laughs) carl and connor walk in carrying carrying all their camera gear with the explosion behind them it's our boys yeah it's our boys (laughs) yeah that's yeah. amazing. I so, love that. <laughs> the episodes are a little messed up on, so I think they're, like, officially hosted on this website called The Dark Zone. Um, that's oh. where the Astonishing Le- Legends link led me to. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but, yeah, some of the episodes are, like, a little messed up. I watched, like, part one of episode one, and then part one, or part two was actually part three. And part three had nothing to do with it at all. And I was like, oh, no, what? Okay, that's interesting. So I will just keep watching and maybe piece it together along the way. You know? Okay. Just a well, warning. I'm probably... Okay, no, 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 no. That, that is a good warning. Thank you. Huh. Well, I'll have to check it out. I think I'm probably going to start watching it tomorrow. So mm, mm, mm-hmm. Yee. Yee. we can talk about it. And it'll be great. Okay. Yee. I look forward to it. Until then. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.